guys, just before we start, we want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wawandri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. was that actually i loved it apology (laughs) welcome back to actually i loved it uh this is the show where we pick a piece of mediocre cinema and we look really 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 hard to find something to love about it um and sometimes we lie often we lie sometimes often those words can be switched around the same thing uh i am one of your hosts i'm katie nethercoat and i am your other host i was gonna say your other coast i'm your Your coast I'm your other host, Kayla Hamill. Now, I was picturing saying that, you know, like in Coraline, speaking of spooky movies, you know, like the other mother, it's like the other host. Oh. You know, like the buttons for eyes. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a creepy space at the moment. Wait. It is October. It's Halloween. It's spooky season. It's spooktown. It's spooktacular. Yes. So... <laughs> For our Halloween special, I think we mentioned it last week, but Australia is not huge on Halloween. It's not been a thing. Looks like it's kind of last couple of years, there's been younger generations getting into it. I think I'm right in saying that people of Keller and my age, uh, we kind of didn't get to do anything Halloween-wise. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a bit sort of of an afterthought. It was like, oh yeah, that that happened. And then we just moved on with our lives kind of thing. (laughs) And I, a little bit off topic of the movie, but it's my favourite Halloween adjacent story. Yeah. Um. So I had friends in primary school. You know, there was always like the popular girls. They weren't quite your friends, but you were honoured to get invited to a party or a sleepover or something. Yes, like yes. you'd made it. I think this was like grade five. Mm. And I got invited to someone's Halloween party. Anyway, I went to ask my mum to see if I could go because I wondered if she might be a bit weird because she didn't really know about Halloween. And all she said to me was, you can go, Katie, but you have to promise me that you won't use a Ouija board. Oh, my God. Like, that was the one stipulation. That's her number one Halloween rule. <laughs> Katie, promise me that you won't use a Ouija board. Of all the and things. that is a promise. I know. I've kept that promise. And I will never use a Ouija board. Yeah, but is that also the first time you've ever heard of a Ouija board? It and you're like, the well, first time. <laughs> Cool, mum. Now I'm very curious about Ouija boards. What does this mean? I'm like one rule for Halloween. I'm happy for this to be a rule for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I will never use a Ouija board to keep my mum happy. 
That's a really solid rule to live by. It's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Because it also means that you can do literally whatever the fuck you want as well. Anything because, else. Yeah. You don't have, I'm like, following we- the one rule. Ouija boards don't rule your life. No, they don't. And you don't have to let them. No. Hi, guys. Welcome to our TED Talk about Ouija boards. <laughs> Welcome to Ouija Chat, the new weekly podcast. Ouija Chat. Um, I so yes, no, no, no. But I, I. Oh no! So we're talking about um. Halloween not being huge in Australia. I think what's also happened is COVID has completely shut it down. You know what I mean? So it's not even. Oh yeah. There's not even like a little. There's a little hint, but it's just like a hiccup. Of Halloween at the yeah. moment. I think it was slowly building, Absolutely. but you know, we can't go out, we can't trick or treat. No. So we've got to find some Halloween themed vibes. Yeah. It has fallen on our our audio shoulders. It truly has. To bring the Halloween vibes to Australia. Yeah, the Queen so, vibes. The the Queen vibes. Yep. Hello, Queen. Hello, Queen. Um, Hello, Queen. Um, all right. So the movie that I uh, made both of us watch this week, because I hadn't seen it before, so it was a fresh take from both of us, really up to date. It was Hubie Halloween on Netflix. So let's find out some info about Hubie Halloween. Okay. So the movie was directed by Stephen Brill. It was written by Adam Sandler and Tim Herlihy. Herlihy. I'm not too sure. One of those has got to be right. Sorry, Tim. Uh, it stars uh, all of the classic Sandler gang. You've got Adam Sandler, Julie Bowen, Kevin James, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Buscemi. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, love him. Rob love Schneider, him. June Squibb, and heaps, heaps more. And I'm not going to list them all. Otherwise, we would be here literally all day. Okay. So, little summary. Mm. Hubert Hubert Dubois is a kind-hearted but easily frightened deli worker in the town of Salem. This year and every year, Hubie has appointed himself the unofficial monitor of Halloween conduct. But with an escaped mental patient, mysterious disappearances, suspiciously forward love interests and a potential werewolf next door, will Hubie be able to keep the town safe? Will he? Will he? Does he? Does he? Are we going to answer these questions? Are we? Can we? Can we? Is that that within our scope to even answer? Every single uh, one of my sentences now is just going to end with an upward inflection because I'm asking a question every single time with this movie. Every single time? I have no idea (laughs) what this film was about. about. (laughs) All right, let's, let's go into some... Critics' thoughts. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes, it has a score of 47%, which is higher than a lot of films we've talked about. So 49 called it fresh. I'm going to take those odds. <laughs> Hi, all. Is that right? I still don't know I how had, to read tomato meter. I had 47, but it may have changed because it's a new one. New reviews are coming out every day, so oh. it might be fluctuating. No, so what's the... Okay, so there's a popcorn... Oh, no, the popcorn box is spilled over so that means it's shit so 49 people said it was shit <laughs> oh no i thought the spilled popcorn thing meant they were like so thrilled by it that they, they dropped yes. the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so uh newsday said adam sandler's laugh free special will land in your living room like a flaming paper bag 
Oh, nice and hot. <laughs> hot off the presses. Uh, Rachel Wagner, I knew the minute I heard his annoying babyish voice, this movie was going to be rough. And it was. Oh, Rachel, old mate. She's done a couple of reviews for us, hasn't she? She has, I think. Uh, this one's my favourite critic review. This is Jonathan Roberts from The New Paper. Not great, but not as terrible as Sandler could be. Hey, oh. Hey, well, that's definitely balanced to that review. Um, and then this is this is less of a review quote and more of an excerpt from the Empire Magazine review that I just felt was relevant. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, this was written by Nick DeSemlin. On the Howard Stern show last year, Adam Sandler issued a dire threat. If he failed to win the Best Actor Oscar for Uncut Gems, he announced, I'm gonna fucking come back and do one again that's so bad on purpose just to make you all pay. Well, guess what? Joaquin Phoenix has a lot to answer for. <laughs> Did he actually say that? <gasps> Adam Sandler, you fucking genius. That is hilarious. I knew he was up to something. He's up to something. I knew he um, was up to something. As always, uh, the critics, they don't always get it right, so we like to look at what the people are saying. Uh, John M. said, commence the screaming. Because it's scary? Is it positive? Is it negative? I have no idea. I like that. Very ambiguous. Ambiguous from John. Uh, Anonymous said, look, it's an Adam Sandler movie, and he knows his audience. If you like his style of comedy, it's an easy watch. If you don't, then you won't like it. Oh man, that's again. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's a... everybody's being so fair today. What's going on? No. Well, this is when you, what you do when you have forty-seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. It's much more fair. Much more middle of the road. Uh, yeah. Finally, Kyle M. Not his best, but still enjoyable. His accent is hard to understand sometimes, but you still know what's going on. So, with all of that in mind, uh, I'm dying to know what did you think, Kayla? Katie. Actually, I loved it. I suppose. Such <laughs> <Arch> enthusiasm. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was six words. Actually, I loved it. I suppose. I suppose. Um, I'm a bit like the uh, the tomato meter. <laughs> I, I, it's too many T's for me to say. Toma tomato. Meter. Tomato meter. Say it really hard into the microphone to give oh, our listeners a gift. Give, the, give it that pop. I don't have a pop filter, so I just I'll use my palms. Tomato bitter. <laughs> that. Why did I do that? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> we are audio genius. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Um. So, <laughs> look, Katie, I'm listening. Netherkit. I yes. I loved it. Um. Obviously. And you know. Like how love comes in different forms. Yes. This was one of those examples. Um, because what is love in in this scenario? What do I mean by love, Katie? What do you mean by love, Kayla? Uh, let's take a trip down memory lane, I suppose. Please. And I'm, yeah, I'm ready. I've got my shoes on. Let's go. And you know that feeling when, when you it's that nostalgic feeling that washes over you? And it's it's a sort of love, but it's also a sort of shame that you feel simultaneously. <laughs> I think that that might have been what I was experiencing while whilst watching this movie. 
just okay. because there was so many moments where I was like, ah, I'm six years old again. And then there was a moment where I was like, oh, no, don't take me back there. <laughs> so I stand by that that tomato meter. I'm a 47% on this. You know I'm what? A, I'm a solid 47%. It's my job to really hate on the movie mm. and, like, poke holes in it, which I still will obviously, like, ask you questions and things. But I genuinely found this film just just so so mediocre middle of the road I I didn't hate it it really was I didn't love it it just kind of is I have I have so few notes Kayla exactly so few notes yeah exactly I have I have so few notes and many of my so few notes are the same note just with different different people's (laughs) names it's the same note but just it's about a different person um, would, I would love to acknowledge before you start, yes. I truly think my vibe is that Adam Sandler seems like he's a really nice man. That's that's what I think. My whole time, I just, I want to, I've been trying to search for like uh, a thesis about do people love Adam Sandler? Like, is that a real yeah. thing? Do people actually love this man? Because yeah. otherwise, like, how does, how does he keep making these dumb movies? You know what I mean? I, like, how, and also, he must be so lovely. Sorry, continue. No, he he must be lovely. I think so, and he gets the same cast back. I think he's actually said in an interview that it's less about the content of the movie that he's making mm. and more about getting to go on a fun vacation with all of his friends and just like hang out and be silly. And yeah. to be honest, that sounds like a dream. It sounds like an absolute dream, but is it for his benefit or for ours? Definitely his. (laughs) So he could, I think, he could well and truly just do this, make all these movies, but he doesn't have to show them to the world. Maybe he should keep them in a private collection. Adam, keep them to yourself. Or is that what he does? Has Netflix hacked into the Sandler mainframe? Does he know this is going on? Does he even know this is out? Adam, do you know that your movie is out? Um, Do you know? Adam, oh my God, so many of your movies are out. Oh my God, are you embarrassed? Adam, everyone's seeing this stuff. Adam, everybody knows your Adam, name. Adam, everyone can see. Oh, God, Adam, everybody can see. <laughs> Please, Adam, contact us. We'll help you out. We'll we help no you. Power. We'll shut it down. We'll shut it down, though. Um, we'll find a way. <laughs> I was I was reading on an article, the thedlight.com, mm-hmm. uh, things that you never knew about Adam Sandler. What did I never know about a Adam lot of them. A lot of the facts are he was almost in this movie. <laughs> And it's like, almost doesn't cut it. Like, because especially for movies, it's like you're either in the movie or you're not in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Which I I really, I really love. I I love that. I feel like I, I, this was going to be something I wanted to talk about at the end, but I feel like we've come up to it naturally. Mm. Is it almost feels like this movie is kind of like symbolic for how the world likes to dunk on Adam Sandler? Yeah. And and it kind of made me feel things and I kind of felt a bit bad and then going into this podcast where we're probably going to spend an hour dunking on Adam Sandler was like are we any better than the townspeople of Salem yeah but like the, the <laughs> thing is like we're talking about Adam Sandler and we're talking about Hubie they're two different Hubie. people <laughs> that's the truth so For context if you haven't seen the movie uh the townspeople of Salem they just hate him everybody they, like it's, it's like a collective hive mind of hate 
And there's never a reason given other than just like he's a bit different or he's like a he's, bit goofy. He's just Hubie. Was he's just a nice man? Yeah. And there's like incredible montages of children throwing TV sets at oh. him as he rides his bike. Um, Stunning. That was absolutely beautifully it, choreographed. I, 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 that that recurring bit of him just continually getting dunked on by the town was so great. I Actually I truly it was just so weird because I was like, <laughs> why is everybody an asshole? <laughs> why is everybody so mean? <laughs> like <laughs> to each other, mean. and then there's like Hubie and this really nice family, and ah. that's it. Like I just didn't. It was definitely not of this world. Do you know? You know what I oh, mean? Oh no! I think a lot of his movies. They they can't be – we can't say that they're in the same universe as we currently are because all of these oh, no. characters are outrageous and oh, they don't exist. So. <laughs> um, I was going to say in this um, this Things You Never Knew About Adam Sandler. Um, yes, please. You, you mentioned that he has a lot of the same cast and, and stuff mm. like this and this one made me laugh a lot. They said that the Sandlerverse is a real thing, maybe. YouTuber Sean Cohn has a theory that every Sandler movie is connected in some type of way, and moreover, each movie takes place in the same universe. To back up his claim, he refers to the same characters, jokes, and props that pop up in multiple Sandler films. (laughs) Which which is not a Sandlerverse. It's just lazy. It's just lazy. (laughs) Okay, so something rather disturbing happened... uh as is wont to do when you're watching a Halloween film Mm -hmm. uh, in the first 10 minutes of watching. I, like always, watch this movie with my partner Ollie and he was laughing at everything that was happening and so much of it was like an actor who'd been in a previous Adam Sandler movie that he loved was just there. And so I was talking to him about it and it was like what you're saying actually worked for him. It was like... He's in Happy Gilmore. He's in, do you know what I mean? Like all of these, like the Sandlerverse. And I feel like it's for Sandler fans, it's this like cyclical, everything's kind of referencing each other. They're back, they're back. Yeah. He he genuinely loved it. Like I was asking him about it. He's, I'm middle of the road. He was like, that's like a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes for um, Ollie. Katie, that's and a I red flag. That. Katie, that is a red flag. You need to get out while you can. <laughs> Do I need to get out? The call is coming from inside. Okay. No, you need to You need to leave this relationship. <laughs> Hello? Oh, we've cut. We've broken up. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, okay. you guys. Um... We have been visited by a ghost. Just to tell you what's happened. It's been seconds for you. It's been minutes for us. We can only... (laughs) The ghosts of girlfriends past visited us. (laughs) Ghosts of girlfriends past and ghost of Adam Sandler. He's not dead, but he was here anyway. Ghosts of girlfriends past rules. Um, My laptop completely shut down like black screen Right uh, right as we're in the middle of talking about goddamn Hubie Halloween, things mm. are spooky, I'm afraid. I'm clearly I... not safe in this house. You aren't. I'm not. I'm not safe. Um, so apologies. What's that behind you, Katie? No, don't. Uh, <laughs> it's Jennifer Garner. It's Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, get, get out. out. 
Um, well, we, it was spooky because we were just talking about how your partner. How Ollie was sabotaging, like, inside the house. Yeah, because he loves this movie and we're like, oh, it's not that great. He's, Ollie, I'm telling you, Ollie is doing this. Ollie is no- enemy number one. Clearly. Enemy number no, enemy number two after Ruby Rose for you. She knows what after she, she, she knows, she knows what fucking she knows what she's doing. Um, Thank you for reminding me <laughs> of my mortal enemy. <laughs> I'm like, has Ollie somehow cut the feed? Is he under my desk with some pliers, like, trying to hack in? Or is it ghosts? Is it supernatural? It's Halloween, Who? baby. It's Halloween, and we're Halloween babies, baby. We're Halloween babies. I don't we're know We're queen that little bubbers. <laughs> we're hello queens. I have no idea. Let's move on. <laughs> I want to say something like a little, like, hello, like, Hello beans, like little beans, oh, like little babies, like fresh. Hello but it's, beans. It, but if you have to explain the joke, that makes it then funnier, it's not right? a joke. No, <laughs> I think that's what I've. That's what I mean. That's what all the men in my life have told me. <laughs> As I've explained the jokes, it's funnier that way. <laughs> um. Okay, let's get back into this terrifying movie. I'm terrified my laptop is gonna die again. So let's it's get part through of the this. <laughs> Let's get through it. It's very it all on together. brand. All right. Please keep telling me how, why you loved it, Kayla. Okay. So, <laughs> so we were saying that um, it's very much if you're an Adam Sandler stan, like this is yeah, an Adam fine. Sandler. This is exactly what you need. Yeah. If you're an Adam Sandler, it rem- it in a way just you know going off what mate uh, our mate Sean Cohn said about how um the Sandlerverse is actually just the same world the same mm. character same jokes yeah. and props um in multiple films it kind of feels like when you uh go back and watch some of your favorite cartoons mm. like mm. if you're watching reruns of uh of of friends or I'm currently doing reruns of Rick and Morty nice yeah and yeah. they're the same episode that I'm watching but for us, I think what Adam Sandler has done, he's giving us the same stuff but with a slight little change. Yeah. And so so it's sort of like a rerun but with a twist. But a little bit different. I like that analogy. I think I agree. I feel like it's a lot mm. of the same humour, a lot of the same jokes, clearly the same cast. To be honest, I feel like it's harmless. I think in most ways it is. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I can't stand Adam Sandler's voice. Oh, I don't God, no. like it. No. Who's the one who's arguing about loving the movie? You love the movie. Oh, right. Okay, I, I can love the movie, but I can hate the man. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of the opposite of like, don't hate the player, hate the game. I'm hating the player and loving but the game. But damn, you're you know loving I mean? that game. Yeah. So I... I Let's talk about his his voice. I just don't think that's okay. I couldn't understand um, it and I felt bad about that. I literally kept looking to Ollie to be like, what What did he say? What happened? I got this close to subtitles. And also just I don't know what character he is portraying there. No. I don't know and it makes me super uncomfortable and it's just like why, why do you need that voice when, mm. you know. Maybe... Maybe he's afraid that people will think that he's playing himself. And so in order to put some distance between Adam Sandler, the human being, and the characters in his movies, he's decided to put on this funny voice as like a buffer, as a reminder that he is not (laughs) those characters. That's all I got. It's so hot that hot. I mean, it's so it's so hot odd. is it? It's so hot. Oh. It's so odd. That's that's all there is to it. 
I know mm. I don't like it. I just don't have the vocabulary to um, open a discussion about it. But it's just a it's a it's a no from me. These <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm showing Katie my weird little thumbs twiddling, but they're facing down. They're definitely so a, pointing down. They're moving yeah. more than I'm comfortable with. But yeah, they are it, facing do, down. Do you find it spooky? Because it's, it's a spooky very no. Spooky. <laughs> Everything yeah. is spooky today. <laughs> <laughs> That's mainly the issues I have with the movie because the mm. rest is like it's fucking harmless. It's a it's dumb so harmless. movie, dumb gags. In saying that, yeah, I was very pleased um, by the representation, the representation of the thermos. Yes, um, yeah, that was that was really wonderful. Just because I feel so strongly about thermi. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, that other uh, is it? I know you do. Thermi. Yeah, sure. Let's not do thermoses. I like thermi better. <laughs> you can see in my background I've got shelves of thermi. Yeah, you can't see this, but Kayla is surrounded by <laughs> just wall-to-wall thermi. <laughs> of every colour. Every single colour. Um, For those who haven't seen it, in the film Hubie has a Swiss army thermos, as he calls it. Um, I have a list of everything it turned into. Oh, this thank is half goodness. of my notes was making I love it. a list of this. Okay, so it's obviously a thermos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a vacuum, a telescope, a shovel, an umbrella, a drill, uh, a puffer for asthma. It's mm-hmm. makeup. It's a retractable cable. It's a loudspeaker. It's a grapple gun. It's a blender. It's a candle. It's pepper spray. It's a megaphone. Oh, sorry, loudspeaker megaphone. It's a flare gun and a hairdryer. Stunning. Mm. Stunning. Mm. The versatility. It's, the versatility in that thermos was probably the most interesting, complex thing mm. in the movie. Like it had the most character. It had the most it complexity. Was so many yeah. things. It had the most complexities and it really went on a journey. It truly changed. I was excited to see what it would become next. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I we went on a journey with with that thermos. And it was sort of like at the beginning, you're like, okay, this is a cute little soup soup holder. A little soup dispenser, yeah. <laughs> a little soup dispenser, a little soup holder. Yeah. And then as it went on, it's like, whoa, you are a lifesaver. Yeah. Whoa, you yeah. keep people safe. Hey, you're handy because my hair's wet right now and I need to dry it. Yeah. I'm going you know to what, the like, bathroom and I would like a decorative candle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm, mm. Just... um. And also, I'm in danger, flare gun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that was really nice. Um, it was a really nice way to explore what a thermos could do. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've had uh, many, many uh, years and experience of uh, experiences of um, drama games um, <laughs> and where <laughs> you have to use one object yeah. for many different things yes, and you have to transform definitely. The object, and so many times <laughs> I could maybe like tops. I could get maybe four, yeah, four yeah, things, yeah, four different uses, mm-hmm. and make it believable. That thermos, man, that's the Incredible. dream. I think we both uh, did Year Twelve drama, where that's one of the things where you really have to choose a prop and have it change. Mm. I had an umbrella. And it was like, it was a sword, it was a tram handle, it was a whole host of, it was a biscuit, and that's not believable. You know what would have been amazing? This thermos. It's everything. Exactly. Do you know what? Actually, I'm remembering, I had a maraca 
Oh my god. And I <laughs> used it for a sprinkler. That's amazing. I used it for a penis. <laughs> of course. I have to. Have to. A fishing rod. Oh my god. Oh, I'm lying. You're I used it like at four. This. Okay, I used it. Oh my god, fuck the thermos. Just Bring it in stop. my locker. Sprinkler, fucking a microphone. Very duh. good. Yeah, obviously. Um, a a hose. Yeah. Um a uh, an actual maraca. <laughs> <laughs> A gun, nice, because uh, you as you as you need those, and um, I I can't remember what else, but uh, I feel like you're maybe Maraca. the queen of transformation over here. I think I might. I think be. you are, which means you're an authority on the validity of this thermos's journey. Do you think that if I came into contact with the thermos uh, from Hubie Halloween, that mm. it would be the end of all days? Because it's like. I do. You know, the the master's finally been reunited I with really their do. magical I really do. I think I think it would be the end of us all. all right. Um, well, don't, I think, don't tempt me. Don't keep babe. it away from her, Adam. Adam, if you can hear me, you need to lock it in a safe and keep it away from Kayla. Please. Adam. Adam, Adam you don't, don't know this, but don't listen but to people <laughs> people need me to have that thermos, I really Adam. Don't think that Adam, please, and you're a really I just need nice. To borrow man. It. I like you more than Kayla does. So. Oh, Adam, I'm so cold. <laughs> <laughs> you need some soup. I need some soup. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, just like a lot of dumb, funny, easy things, like the thermos. And it, it kind of reminded me, like, I felt like this was a kid's Halloween movie for adults. Yeah. Oh, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Because it's like we're all, it's, there were so many grown up jokes and really weird things going on <laughs> that a, a, a child's audience wouldn't get. But the gags were so childlike. Yeah. yeah. And, and repetitive that as an audience, I was like, oh, okay. I don't actually have to watch this movie to have seen this movie. Because yeah. <laughs> I can keep up with things nowadays, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely wasn't requiring a lot of you. But to be honest, I can actually mm. really appreciate that in a movie. That it yeah. didn't need me to... I mean, I, lo- I love thrillers and mysteries and having to pay attention and guessing and da-da-da-da-da. But it was like, hey, we kind of asked a question 20 minutes ago. And here's the answer. And not in a bad way, not in a way that's like just devoid of tension as other films we've discussed have been. It was just <laughs> like, it was, It exists. It's there. It's yeah. not hurting anyone. Watch it's it like if you fre- want to. Absolutely. It's like the freckle <laughs> on my bum. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not hurting anyone. It is not hurting because anyone. Because I have had it checked. <laughs> At the moment, it is not hurting anyone. Get your moles checked. Please do. Very seriously do that. Because that's Very the seriously. real spook of Halloween. That's the real spook. <laughs> get your moles checked, your moles. So, yeah, so I think um, <laughs> that's what I I really appreciated that you chose this movie for us. Because as you know, I am slowly uh, uh, acclimatizing to thrillers and horror. Yes, yeah. Much like, much like putting chili in my food. I can't I can't take a hectic amount yeah. because I will die and burn my insides. Yeah. Much like if I watch a really scary movie, I will probably die and burn and, my insides. And burn your insides. Absolutely. Exactly. And so so it was a really nice, easy step into that horror because I immediately felt safe because Adam Sandler's dumb face was on screen. 
within the first second. And didn't leave the screen, basically. Didn't leave the screen. Yet there was the spooky music. Yeah. There was the scream masks. There was the horror house, which brought me back to 2008, I think. Oh, no. 2009. We went to Luna Park for my friend's birthday (gasps) and it was during, uh, there was the prison break haunted house. It was a prison break theme. (laughs) And my God, if that wasn't the most terrifying experience of my my little life. Please tell us the story. It was just a temporary uh, attraction. Exhibition attraction. Yeah, a temporary attraction. Um, Not specifically for Halloween. I don't remember the time. Hmm. I only remember, you know what I mean? Like, because time and place didn't really matter to me back then. It was just like that moment. Yeah. It happened. Hey, everyone. So basically, Katie and I got a little too excited and started talking about old haunted ghost story type things. Uh, We basically said that we've been to a haunted house once and it kind of reminded us of Hubie Halloween. Um, And that's all you really need to know. So sorry for wasting your time. But the haunted house in Hubie Halloween, did you feel like you related to Hubie then? No. Or no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> After these two, like, beautiful, nostalgic stories. <laughs> no. Um, because uh, Hubie wasn't real to me, even in the world of the movie. I was yeah. like, I don't know. I You just, I can't. I can't back you on this one, Adam. Mm. I can't do it. Because he was just like yelling and screaming. The yelling and was it, a it lot. It seemed like a pantomime. Mm. And and kids fucking, like, pantomimes are good, but they're also not. <laughs> because they're both at once. When they don't work, they really don't work. Yeah. And because pantomimes are essentially for kids, mm. um, when kids are like, the fuck are you doing? I know this isn't real. You're faking. Mm. Then it's really, it's really off-putting because like kids are usually so open and they're like ready for anything. Yeah. But the minute it's just like, nah, you're, I don't believe you. Then it's kind of, it's a real tragedy. And that's yeah. how I felt with the haunted house. Because when, when he first went in, I got that Luna Park feel. Yeah. And then um, after half a second... Hubie, I remembered that Hubie was in a haunted house. I was like, oh, I'm not scared yeah. of anything. In saying that, it did make me want to like get scared again for some reason. <laughs> like I wanted to go through a haunted house. And I think it's because my COVID brain has been, uh, it's been um, hungry. It's been trying to like. Mm, deprived consume. of joy is how I've been yeah. thinking of it. What what was Depri- that? Deprived of joy. <laughs> it's deprived of joy. And the only thing that my brain seems to think will make it happy is more horror and more thriller and very dark, <laughs> uh, you know, murder mysteries. Do you know what's – so something that's wild is I genuinely, when I'm feeling anxious and stressed and, you know, like people have like go-to movies or like genres, often it's comedy or like rom-com, something mm. stable. I actually really love watching horror yeah. Almost because it's like they get to be afraid and like feel all those yucky feelings, but it's predictable and it's yep. like you can kind of guess where it's going to go. It's like mm-hmm. dangerous safe. I don't know why. Yeah. It just always makes me feel better. No, tr- totally, totally. I think it's um that's like a really accurate way of kind of 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 like understanding 
how you cope yeah. with certain feelings. Because I know that when I'm really sad, there are some times where I'm like, I actually just want to be sad. Yeah. Like I want to sit in this sad and not like wallow, but just like really just like let it all in yeah. because I find that if I'm trying like forced to be happy and I'm watching a comedy I either get very triggered and Mm -hmm. really feel shamed that like I'm not laughing or I'm not funny or happy or I'm just like this isn't working you're trying to distract me you're all lies I hate you and it's worse but with like a thriller (laughs) or a horror it's like yes (laughs) I can feel anxious but it's under control and it will but it's under control now it's about the movie not about the decisions in my life (laughs) but I think in a way it's like it's healthy but uh, I have been doing it quite constantly throughout COVID yeah. and that's not mm. great. It's not healthy. Um, but I think this movie, I, I've said it was it was perfect. It was like the perfect Halloween yeah. for my COVID-19 brain. Totally. Because it was a little, like there was some spooky moments <laughs> for like three seconds <laughs> and then there was a lot of dumbness. But yeah. I never felt the pressure to laugh <laughs> at this comedy. So True. I was... I like I was in my happy place. My brain was like, "Fuck yeah, what's going on?" Oh, <laughs> oh, it's a movie. I don't know. Oh, look, <laughs> there's some scary bits. Is that scary? I don't know. Like it was yeah. just a lot of, like, and it was happy for you to be in that space. My brain was happy for me. Yeah, actually, my brain's my brain is really happy for me right now. Oh my god, my brain's complimenting me right now. Oh my now. god. I feel like, like my, your brain is a, now an Adam Standler. My brain, oh, don't say that. Oh my god, my brain is an Adam Standler <laughs> and my body isn't. That's a horror thing. That's a horror, that's movie, a horror in movie itself. That's the next one. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it was just like easy, dumb, fun. Yeah. I and, agree. and I don't want to say it was harmless because. That's from my perspective, and I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very, I'm a privileged person. Going, oh, I wasn't that affected by it. I don't. The stakes aren't too high, so I can definitely. It's it's one of those things where I'll let somebody else who has so much more knowledge about this <laughs> and who is actually more connected to to whatever the themes of this movie were. <laughs> I'll let them have a chat about it, and if they're like, "It is shit. Never watch it again." I'll be like, "I'll listen Fuck to that. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely." absolutely on board <laughs> for that but no but I can't hear anybody yet because I got my headphones in I'm talking to you so at the moment I watched it and it was it was all right yeah it was all right <laughs> so what what bit scared you if you said there was something that gave you a fright okay, so I have to know what what were my specific words there did I say oh, bits God. did I say multiple you said multiple the- there was definitely multiple <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so <laughs> definitely like when um um mama mama Maya Rudolph and her husband I can't remember his name um oh, but he's in so many he's in he's, like everything he's in absolutely everything he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine he's yeah, in uh, oh, I don't know uh, Mean name. Girls um so he he and and Maya Rudolph were they're driving home <gasps> yeah. I think again, it triggered like this, this, uh, a, a real fear in me mm. that they saw this figure in the road. Yeah, that's spooky. That terrified me. That mm. real, like, mm. just, and it was a brief moment mm. because then, then the, the music <laughs> came in. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> but I have, I've always had a, like a fear 
of uh, people walking towards my car at night. Oh, oh, I don't like um, that. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know why. It's probably from movies that I've seen, but, and it's usually like a deserted road that I'm on and <laughs> the car headlights are on and it's like barren wasteland, mm-hmm. nothing's around. And then just all of a sudden in the background, it's like, there's somebody there. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. Terrifies me. To this day, mm. I think it's because what is that movie where it is they're in a car and it's like they're reading number plates and the number plates like be beaten you and they're like, oh, let's guess what the the uh, are you talking Jeepers like, Creepers? Jeepers. Oh, my God. Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers baby. Creepers is terrifying because that car won't leave them alone. And it's no. like, no matter where they go, oh, oh. yeah, yeah, I agree. I got a hint of Jeepers Creepers from you this movie. You got a hint of Jeepers Creepers from so, Hubie Halloween. So I, I suppose Hubie Halloween didn't scare me. Jeepers mm. Creepers did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a moment that scared me. I can't remember what else. Basically, there was sort of like the lead up mm. to a scary moment. And I was like, ooh, trepidation, trepidation. And then it was like funny mu- music kicks in Adam Sandler's face is seen not scared anymore okay mm. I feel like if it was a dessert it would be like a bowl of vanilla ice cream with a mm-hmm. couple of like Oreos sprinkled on top where it's mm. like you go oh is there like something else going on here and then you eat past oh. the Oreo layer and then it's just vanilla ice cream and to me that's not that's not a disappointment well we know that Katie <laughs> you it's and just- your vanilla nonsense <laughs> I want a flavour of ice cream called Vanilla Nonsense. <laughs> vanilla Nonsense. That's great, actually. I feel I'll like I'm... That. Like, <laughs> I feel like that could be my drag name, like Vanilla Nonsense. <laughs> I love that. That's very good. That's so good. Um, but, yeah, I, it's definitely like that. It's like, you know, when you when you go through the Macca's drive-thru and you get a McFlurry yeah. and legit there's like six M&Ms. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You fu- you've been robbed. We were robbed in this film. <laughs> Remember, you loved it. I, we, I say we, ween, Halloween. <laughs> ween was robbed. Ween was robbed. I wasn't. I was happy <laughs> because I don't like scary movies. <laughs> um, can we talk about June Squibb who played Hubie's mum? Please. Divine. Divine. Her t-shirts. Oh, I, I love. I can't get over the fact that it's set one day. Like it's all set over the course of Halloween day. And she, throughout the course of this film, wears about eight different really inappropriate sexual joke t-shirts. And I I didn't love it to start with. And then it just kept happening. And it got me. It got me in the end. I just love, I love old people. And I love like horny old people. Or just like, I love that combination. Because it's it's just wonderful because we don't see it enough and also like I think it's it's a funny trope to play with of like the innocent the innocent elderly person being like oh this is great like boner mm. I think boner donor means mistake like <laughs> that's not funny but just like she after that it was just like <laughs> the commitment to changing shirts I know and them getting just progressively worse was was really entertaining for me. And also I just love June Squibb. She's oh, my God. I love her so much. Just the best. Just incredible. She was going to light people on fire. I know. <laughs> that's, so- that's when shit got real for me. 
Oh, so, wait. So the big this twist. This is what it's about? The big twist in the movie. I'm, I'm recapping a lot of it because I'm not convinced that many people will see Hubie Halloween. Even uh, if they have seen it, I don't know if they remember it. <laughs> Basically, people have been disappearing the whole night and the common theme is that those are people that have been really cruel, to, particularly cruel. The whole town's very cruel to Hubie. Um, but these guys have been specifically very mean to him. And they go missing over the course of the night and it's revealed that his mum has captured them, tied them to stakes and does plan to burn them like witches. <laughs> She does, though. She does. That's when, that's when shit gets real because she just tries to murder Because everything is innocent fun. Like, Hubie is consistently running into walls, fucking, like, dropping from really um, extremely high heights mm. and hurting himself. But he gets back up and it's really comedic, slapstick, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, it turns and she's tied people and she's there is something really visceral about somebody pouring liquid over another person's body. Mm. For me, like especially like oil, Ooh. that that's I find that to be one of the most threatening things you can do. Yeah, um, because it's it's sort of like a you could die or you could be fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> as in a lot just, of situations, you could die or you could be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look. If I've got anything to say to our audience members, you could die or you could be fine. <laughs> what a bold there's, statement. There's no other two ways about no. it. No. <laughs> I'm consistently fucking up like the old time sayings and I'm mixing them up <laughs> with other words like don't hate the player, hate my game. So um, bear with, bear with. Um, no, what I mean is like, of all the threatening situations yes. and the dangerous uh, uh, tropes of like life and death of you know people being tied up, uh, people like with you know in movies with a with a gun to their head, mm. people with a knife. Yeah, there is something really uh, 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 like visceral. Like yeah, it's visceral, but it's also like sadistic in Ooh, a way. Like there's something yeah, okay. very. It feels like it's it's upper level. It's messed when up. Somebody yeah. pours fuel on your body. Yeah. Um. And and the minute we saw that, I was like, June Squibb, you've changed. Junie, baby. Or maybe she was she was that from the very beginning. I personally love the fact that she got away with it. <laughs> she really did. I don't know what the moral of the lesson was, but she got away oh, no, with it. So. Away. I loved, um, this is a very specific reference, but she totally pulled like a Jada Essence Hall, look over there, like with the Frankenstein, Frankenstein. moment. Oh, my God. Uh, just pointed behind them, yelled Frankenstein, everyone turned around, and when they turned back, she wasn't there anymore. And then we never see her again, do we? We have no choice but to stand. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. We have no if choice. She's pulled- She'd burn us alive. She would. She would too. There's liquid pouring on. Oh no! Quick, say something nice about Cubie. (laughs) (laughs) Because she got away with it. There was like no consequences for anybody. No. Wasn't believable that they'd all learned their lesson. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're like, oh yeah, I'm angry, or I just get jealous of Cubie. It's like you're not jealous of Cubie. No one's jealous of Cubie. So don't pretend that you are, because that's an insult. To everybody, especially Hubie, that's so condescending. Yeah, Ray Liotta is just Ray Liotta. Oh. 
<laughs> I don't even He's know like what to say. An evil, an evil cackling man. There's a, there's a married couple who. Who I think is very funny when he when he tries to pull a prank and he's like, "Now do you want me?" And she's yeah. just screaming, "No!" I, I thought their bants was great. Very good bants. <laughs> I think it that it, it goes back into the, into us what we were saying before about maybe Adam Sandler's just bought a bunch of funny people. I say in quotes because <laughs> some of them aren't funny, but of of funny ish people, yeah, into the same space and just gone. Go for Let's it. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. He's got enough money. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, no. He just wants to have a good time. And you know what? This, power yeah. to him. If he's not hurting anyone. Yeah. Power to him. I just want him to stop. <laughs> oh, don't Those. release them. Netflix, please stop hacking his hard drive. We don't need but, to see yeah. it. But as we said, it's not his fault. It's, it's not, not Adam Sandler's fault. fault. He's actually, have you ever seen any of his stand-up? Ah, uh, no. He's I think a- I saw one where he, he was rapping about um nowadays where he's like I forgot my phone and then it's like I forgot my phone I forgot my laptop I forgot my key like it's yeah just... so that's from a bigger special I think it's right. on Netflix and I watched it because I I won't lie I was not an Adam Standler um mm-hmm. and I watched it and he was actually really funny and he seemed like a really cool dude and it's just like yeah. how does this dude <laughs> keep making this stuff, and it's because Netflix is hacking into his private servers and taking his mm. private home movies that he's working on with his friends. You should sue Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, get in contact. And I don't know how we would help you sue, but... I mean, if you need... If it's a money thing, Adam, I can give you some money. I have... If you need some money for a legal team, Mate, I can, I've got $17.15 that I can transfer you right now. There we go. I was... I was going to buy a a new um a new chair for my back, like an ergonomic chair, but I could help you out no. instead. I think that's a Just, better use for that money. Yeah, help Adam instead of helping my posture. And Absolutely. My back pain. That's basically Adam Sandler's life, isn't it? Yeah. He's in the limelight and he doesn't know. So something that lends credence to this being uh, home family movies, I don't know if you would have mm. clocked this, but his entire family is in the movie. So... His oh, wife plays yeah. the main news reporter and his two daughters <gasps> play the foster children of Violet Valentine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I saw those girls on the screen and I was like, there is no way you are not related <laughs> to the Sandman. Oh what? <laughs> I mean, like, in a way that makes me feel, like, really happy. I kind of love that. And kind of nice. But then in another way, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> And, and the fact that you can get away with this just because I you know. want to. Like, you've got so much. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, uh, I don't know. You but loved the also, movie, Kayla. Yeah. I loved the movie, but remember, not, not <laughs> the, the player. <laughs> um, I do want to go into my notes. Please. Very quickly. We've literally talked about everything I made notes on. That's how few yeah. notes that I no, have. No, absolutely. So... <laughs> The top of my notes say, star-studded cast, all of our faves. And then this is where I've said the same comment about the same, like, but for different people. Oh, my God, Ben Stiller. Oh, my God, Steve Buscemi. Oh, my God, Claire from Modern Family. Oh, my God, Noah Schnapp. Oh, my God, Ray Liotta. Oh, my God, Rob Schneider. Oh, my God, the guy from Fantastic Four. And it goes on and on and on. (laughs) It was just a lot of that for me throughout the movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, they're in it. 
the dude, especially the priest, um, Michael Chiklis? from Fantastic Four, yeah, who played the burning the rock man, yeah, in Fantastic yeah, yeah, Four. the thing, yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. Like, <laughs> there you there are, there you are, mate. Missed ya. How are you? Yeah, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> you're having a ball. Clearly, he's having a ball, and clearly, he's not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, those those are pretty much the extent of my notes as well. It's just a lot of like, I again, it's much like Adam Sandler's films. <laughs> my notes are repetitive, and they're saying the same thing with a twist. <laughs> I um I did make a note, and I thought it was worth acknowledging. You were talking about the representation of thermi earlier. Um, yeah. I just felt like it uh, really touched on an underrepresented portion of our society, uh, which is women dressing up as Harley Quinn from Suicide mm. Squad. Very good. Just the levels of, um, it was just so visible and different um, types of white people dressing up as Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad. <laughs> it, that actually really tickled me. It, it was very funny. Like there was a lot of dumb moments. And I don't think, what I think he got away with is the fact that he wasn't trying to say something so he could say a lot of things. <laughs> And it was like a blended mixture, much like like that blended three three different soup thing he had in the end there yeah. in his therm- thermos. There was so many ideas and shit blended all together that as a whole it didn't make sense. But if you pick it apart, you've got like what, a 30-second movie for each thing. Yeah. <laughs> or less. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, So my I, God. I feel like it was just he kind of got away with that stuff because – the, the, the gags and the jokes they weren't long enough for us to be able to be like now in this moment what did you mean because mm. like it, it didn't link anywhere else it was just mm. like oh there it is and it's gone it's done its job and it's gone it's not lingering yeah. do you have a do you have a diamond in the uh, I have to think we've decided it's not quite rough it's it's just actually a- like it's smooth. It's smooth. It's really smooth. And like, that's not a good thing either. That's quite worrying. <laughs> because when something's that smooth, you know it's fake. You know it's not real. <laughs> Do you have so a diamond in the smooth? I absolutely. My diamond in the smooth. <laughs> this, we're talking about tickling. This on a scale of like one to tickled, mm. this absolutely tickled me please that sounds really weird now that i say this absolutely tickled me it tickled you it tickled me i love it Keep now going. i've said tickle too many times and it's changed tickled it's tickled tickled quite, it's it's become quite sexual <laughs> um this made me have a laugh uh my favorite moment was when he was searching for the kids and he's like i say marco you say polo and it's like he goes marco and somebody goes, weirdo, fucko, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I, I, it was just, it was exactly what my, like, the, my dumb brain needed to have a giggle. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, what, what was your, what was your diamond in the smooth? <laughs> um, what was my diamond in the smooth? It was mainly my Rudolph, uh, as an entity, mm. but specifically when she's tied up on the stake, she yells at Hubie, bring your mum over here so I can punch your mum in the face. <laughs> she's, 
she's oh my god i i get like it's it's that kind of thing like when you see something cute like a puppy and you want to squeeze it yeah Anytime i see maya rudolph oh on the i screen, want to squeeze I just wanna, i'm but not because she's cute it's just like she brings so much like energy yeah into my body i i she's fucking incredible she was my mvp of the film yeah she she is the mvp also a, a slight uh one was genuinely i really liked uh how Kind of the message of the film was about staying, po- like staying, being positive and kind to one another, and I, yeah. I really liked. I think there's a different version of this film, maybe made ten years ago, where he wins over the love interest, and she's not interested in him, or she always found him creepy, or whatever. But I found it genuinely refreshing that Violet Valentine just has genuinely always liked Hubie, thinks he's pretty great, and has had like a crush on him for years, and it was just like yeah. I haven't seen that like that before that character would be dismissed or would be ugly or would have to be won over or leave her boyfriend for him and it was just like no she had a huge crush on him and She's, they were she like, already loved timid. him from the beginning yeah. yeah i like how it wasn't super um it wasn't a love interest story it was yeah. just like another addition to the many it was many, one many, of the 30 many, second films <laughs> one of the 30 second films <laughs> within this halloween horror oh my god um, absolutely i i agree with that i i think there was a lot of softness yeah in terms of that sort of stuff like of a lot of the cliches that happen of you know the the even noah schnapping the the freshman trying to impress a girl he yeah. wasn't macho he was just like actually i love my family i love looking after my yeah. sisters and it was just it was nice also i really loved his um eye makeup yeah, that's very Tin David Man. Bowie. Oh, was good. And I just all the like, costumes TBH in that yeah. like how, like uh, teen party. I love mm, Halloween movies and so costumes. Great. I loved like oh. Freddie Mercury was shown. Yeah, I think what Adam Sandler may have done, or the the team were just like, what character do you want to be for Halloween? We don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? A thousand percent. That's definitely the, it. The one thing that I will say is like, yes, the the overwhelming message of like, be kind, be just nice. I just didn't like seeing that through an, a middle-aged white man <laughs> because it was legit like, why is everybody hating on, on the white dude? It's like, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just like boring. You're going through a tough time? Okay. Um, do you have a tagline? I don't have a tagline. Well, that's okay, because I've got two. You've got two? I've got two. two. So the first one I've got is a quote from the film that I really enjoyed, which was, uh, happy Halloween and to all a good fright, Mm. Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. And then the other, um, I was surprised they didn't do it in the movie because it feels like they really set it up with his name. But it's, okay, so Hubie Halloween. Hubie, Hubie Doo, where are you? Oh, Hubie Doobie Doo. Hubie Doobie Doo, where are you? And that was my impression of um, Daphne from the Scooby-Doo movie, which I love very much. I, I, I didn't know that it was an impression. <laughs> 
I thought you were just taking a spin on it. Okay, but- no, there's a very specific part in this Scooby-Doo coaster. At, I can't believe I'm talking about uh, Warner Brothers Movie World so much today. Um, clearly, that's where I want to be. Um, yeah. But there was this bit where it's like you're on the lift and then literally you just hear, you're like staring at a wall and you're in a roller coaster cart and you just hear, Scooby, Scooby-Doo, where are you? And then oh he does God. his like, I'm over here. Yeah, that's going to haunt my dreams for the rest of my life. As it should. It's Halloween, it should. Kayla. So what have you got for me next week? Okay, Katie. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. I'm always terrified. This is, a, this is like a little gift to Okay, you. all right. Um, so what have we gone through? We've had actions. Yep. We've had children's movies. Yep. We've had an animation. Yeah. I'm feeling like a little bit romantic. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I've got the rose-tinted glasses on. Okay. And I'm feeling like having some Zac Efron in our life. Oh, my God. Some Taylor Schilling. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Some Nicholas Sparks vibes. Oh, I, oh my god! What do you think? What do you think it is? I, is it like? Is it the one where he's a soldier? I don't know the yes. name of it. They're they're, they're all always the same. soldiers. <laughs> it's the lucky one. Oh my god! Well, aren't I the lucky one? You are exactly. Truly? I'm treating you, you lucky duck. <laughs> oh my god I know like next to nothing except I used to work in a video shop and so I'm pretty sure I remember the cover mm, and it looked yeah. like every other cover of that genre of, of film faces yeah faces I'm gonna, being really close I'm gonna love it we love the Zephron so we love oh my we do we, we do. love and and we love love we do love love all right yeah I'm excited and scared but it'll be good <laughs> I'm excited for us yeah <laughs> Okay, folks, unluckily for you, that is the end of our episode. But you can still stay in contact. We are on all the socials. So you can find us on Instagram at Actually I Loved It. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter? <laughs> follow us on Twitter Please. at AileyPod. That's capital A I L I Pod. Also, email us um, a scary Halloween story. If oh you my like, God. At actually, I loved it at gmail.com. That would be very I would really enjoy that. Very fun. Can you scare um, me? That's the challenge. And also, a huge thank you to Imogen Siegler. Oh, you yes. can find her on SoundCloud or Spotify. It's Siegler which is spelt C-Y-G-L-E-R. She's a legend. We love you. She's a dead set legend coming up with special versions of our cheeky theme as well. What an absolute reaper. What a bloody bloody ripper. Um, If you still (laughs) like us at this point in the podcast, um, tell a mate. Pass it on to a friend. On Halloween, maybe. Be like, oh, maybe we should listen to Hubie Halloween. Show them this one. And then they'll get to this point and then they'll be like, you tricked me. Is it a trick or a treat? Oh, Who knows? Hi Hello. Alrighty. Hooroo. <laughs> this is perfect. Hmm. It also reminds um beg my pardon. I'm gonna burp. Thank oh you. My God. There's a ghost inside me. Um <laughs>